Hi, Money Makers. Sebi and Josh here. Thanks for listening. Before we jump into this episode, please share and help our ministry. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share with your friends, your family. Hey, if you have enemies, <laughs> share with them as well and everyone in between. Now enjoy the episode. Okay, Joshua, since you have been on this gracious earth for a little bit, what would you say based on the experience that you have now in your doctoral program and everything you've just experienced with the stock market, how would you say that has made you see money differently? I think that's a good question. It's also like, it's a layered question. The first thing that comes to my mind is in as much as you want to save mm-hmm. and invest, you need to find time to also spoil yourself a bit. Maybe it's like buying that shoe or bag you really wanted. Maybe it's going on a trip. Maybe it's just doing a self-care day. You should find time to also spend your hard-earned money on yourself. I know we all want to invest. We all want to save. We all want to be wealthy. But it can become a very, very depressing journey. Depressing cycle. Yeah. If you do not take time out. Because I think it also affects your mindset because mm-hmm. when you're saving it's like okay I'm every money I make is just to save and invest. I'm not even really enjoying it. And for many people, mm-hmm. it does affect their motivation. Now I'm not saying you should go and splurge all the money you saved. You should definitely save. You should definitely invest, but also take time out to spend money on the things you like. I definitely agree. I think that half the battle with money and building generational wealth is mental. So there has to be some, so what I think about it is some sort of like reward mechanism for you to continue to have good habits when it comes to money. Because one of the things I realize is that many people always be like, oh, they want to make more so they can save more, but you can't work your way or you can't earn, you can't out earn a bad habit when it comes to money. Because every single time, if you don't work on those bad habits, you're not going to drop it. And one of the best ways to work on, to to remove a bad habit is to introduce a good habit. And in order to sustain that, you have to reward yourself for the good things you're doing so that you're telling your brain, this good thing is rewarding me. So let's keep on doing this. So that's why I think it is a good idea to reward yourself for sure. I would say, though, that I started realizing as I was getting older when it comes to money that it's actually not as hard to make as I thought. And reason being that there is a lot of opportunity, given the fact that you're able to add value, because once you're able to add value and people see that value you're adding, money is going to come. So what do you think about that? Yeah, definitely. That makes sense. I think making money in itself is a skill. Whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're working a nine to five, you will notice that it is the problem solvers that get paid the big bucks. Mm-hmm. Whether you go to a corporation, look at those people who are in the higher ups, the C-suite. These are people who have learned to solve some kind of major problem. If you look at Amazon, what is their motto? You know, to be the most customer-centric company on the planet. And it has worked out for them so much. One thing about human beings is that we love convenience. If you can make someone's life easier in any kind of form or manner, trust me, you can charge them almost anything and they will find a way to pay. 100%. But I think as individuals, as professionals, as students, whatever you may be, the most important thing for you is to think on, on how to solve a problem. 
that should be the first step. Everything else will fall in line gradually when you can discover, okay, what problems are worth solving and how do I solve this problem in the most efficient and the most effective way? Definitely. I think another like dispel that I would give is even the recent debate that a lot of people always say like, buying is better than renting, buying is better than renting. And initially I always used to be in that camp. But as I grew older and I understood the dynamics and the responsibility that comes with owning a home, I think that it is important to understand where your financial health is before you endeavor in any kind of like asset buying or positions because it can soon turn into a liability. Since you're still using leverage, you know, yes, not all debt is bad, but not all debt is good. And not everything that looks like an asset is always it's always good. So yeah. I think that everyone needs to look at their financial health. Home is not always the first step to go. It's definitely a goal to work towards, but it's not at the detriment of yourself or at the expense of yourself. Like by, by any means necessary, you should have definitely a vision and a goal, like a smart goal in order to get that purchase you're working on. But I find that a lot of people out of desperation or out of like an insatiable desire to get a home, they end up getting into bad deals because of that. And they're like, man, I regret. I wish I didn't do this. I definitely agree with that. One thing that affects people today is that FOMO, Mm -hmm. not just from the financial aspect, but also social media. When you see a lot of people buying houses, sometimes we might neglect the necessary research that we need to do to know that, okay, is this a good time to go into the real estate market or should I be more patient? Should I, you know, save a bit more research the area I want to buy the house? But I think definitely many people, when they see what's going on social media, it starts to feel maybe more anxious. It starts to create that, you know, fear of missing out. And as a result, they make decisions that are not the most optimal for their financial health. Definitely. I think another thing that I would add is people who think that because I am making so much money, I don't need a budget. Mm. I feel like that's like buying a very expensive phone and not (laughs) having like a phone case or screen protector because yes, there's that temptation to be like, Oh, I don't need a budget. I'm making so much money. Maybe you even say to yourself like, Oh, I'm prudent. Right. But I think a budget is always a good idea especially if you want to work towards something because they always say, if you don't have a plan, you're planning to fail. Budgets are part of the plan. And it's the reason why is because when you're making all that money, that's when you have the flexibility to decide or even a key point where you can turn your life around to build more generational wealth or to start up something that traditionally you will not be able to but what, what else would you add in terms of like what you've understood with money? Yeah. So when you were talking, I just remember a tweet I saw that many people who earn above 100K were still living paycheck to paycheck. And I was thinking yeah. to myself, how is that even possible? But what many people understand is that money is a mental game. Whenever we earn more, automatically we believe that, oh, we have more purchasing power. But many people don't take into consideration the fact that, you know, there's a lot of inflation in the system right now. Mm-hmm. You're probably paying higher taxes and naturally you're just going to be inclined to spend more. Yeah. So before you get that raise or you're earning 
a lot more than you did before. You should even be more careful and more aware that, hey, you know, I don't want to go over my budget. For example, if someone is earning just something average or maybe slightly below average, they know that they don't have that much. So automatically, they're kind of in preservation mode. They're saving. But when we have this illusion that, oh, you know, we're earning so much, we might get tempted to overspend. Definitely. I would say another thing that I will add is that you people should start talking a lot about money. It, I think it's important because not only does it help you when you're negotiating your salary, it helps you understand that you can do it too. Like when you hear some other people's stories, you're like, oh, wow, you were earning this at this time and all of a sudden you did this. How can I acquire the skills? It's important. You might not necessarily like tell every single person like, oh, this is what I'm earning or whatever, because I know that's like a sensitive topic for some people. But I definitely think that encouraging the conversation surrounding money would definitely help people in order to be better at it, to not make mistakes that other people may have made as a result of as a result of what they did in the past. So you can quickly learn from them the same way where you read books, which I think is really, really good to like read like financial literate books and things like that. But I think talking with your peers, your friends, like, Hey, you know, this is money and all of that kind of stuff. It's really, really important. And the last thing I would also say about money, in my opinion, is like money is really fleeting. Like it just comes like the way we idolize money so much and we hold on to it so tightly, it's shocking how like it can like escape a lot of people so quickly. Like we saw a lot of people unfortunately lost their jobs. And mm. there was a tweet I saw that um almost 50 something percent of our Americans are an accident away from bankruptcy. So mm. it's like it's how it can come and leave so quickly. I think that it's important that we really work on how we mentally look at what money is and what we're sacrificing because of how quickly it can evade us and not rely on maybe our nine to fives or rely on maybe your trader or rely on maybe one thing like desiring to have multiple sources of income while at the same time, don't hold on to money so tightly. Don't let it control you because of how fleeting it can be. Yes, I agree. I do think with money, many of us in today's society, we have a scarcity mindset. You know, in our mind, it's like, ah, if we don't get this money now, it's like, we're never going to get it. And many of this is based on our environment, maybe how we're raised from social media. And just like you said, developing the most important skills to make money, that's what we should be chasing. To me, not just money itself, because you have those skills. The money will come, you know, automatically, as long as you are able to apply them. And many people, they don't like money is a very sensitive issue. Yeah. They don't want to talk about it because it brings up insecurities. It brings yeah. up fears. For those who have it a lot, it, it could bring up pride. So many people just like to just keep it to themselves. But like we know, when you keep stuff to yourself, the more of a power it has over you. Yeah. So when, the more we talk about it, the more, you know, everything is exposed. You can really see what your issues are. Are you overspending? Mm-hmm. Do you need to save a bit more? Do you need to get more certification, more skills to be able to earn more money? And that's where those conversations actually start. Awesome. 
Well, I hope that you're able to take a thing or two from what we've learned about money. Hopefully, we'll be able to make a lot of it and be content with the one that we've already made and look forward to the future and how we can bless people since we have been blessed. So I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of your week.